expanding the Nerdosphere, talking about everything you want to hear. From comics to cosplay, from the cinematic universe to fan films and everything in between. It's time to get down and nerdy. Here are your hosts, James Witham and Nick Pataglia. Oh boy, oh boy, we are at 50 episodes and we are live at Dave and Buster's. I got, got goosebumps. Well, we, goosebumps. well, we made 50th episode. 50 episodes, so now what? What do we do? I mean, uh, we made well, 50. It's our golden anniversary episode, so what you should have and done was... And you didn't get me anything either. Get me something. You didn't get me anything either. The closest I did was got was wear the shirt that's orange. That, that doesn't do anything for me, though, James. It doesn't do anything for me at I'll all. I'll give you the shirt off my back. Well, I don't want the shirt is... off your back. But it's got my sweat. Can I have your right arm, please? I just want your arm. Can I just get your arm, please? <laughs> There's trouble in paradise. Actually, I, Cody's working on something. They're uh, robotics. Sort they're, of thing. Uh, yeah, there's trouble in paradise. This is, their, this is their way of announcing it's the last show as well because they're breaking <laughs> up. No. Very well could be. But for those who don't know, I'm James Witham alongside... The Merc with one arm, Nick Bataglia. And, and we decided to drag out of mothballs our angry fat guy, Cody Green. <laughs> See, you I'm just, like I'm like the fat, better-looking Chris Hardwick. All nerds love me. You just <laughs> had your Hollywood Hogan moment. I did. Good I did. for you. Hollywood, you went Hollywood Hogan. Why not? Really? Why not? Hollywood Hogan. More like tugboat. I was going by amount of hair. <laughs> I, have, I have more hair than he ever had. <laughs> That's because he never had it. Well, we're so excited to be here with our 50th episode. We got some great prizes from Dave and Buster's. We want to thank them for having us oh, out yeah, here. Yeah. We've got uh, Bob from Fantasy Escape Comics and Cards in Virginia Beach donated some great Star Wars figures here for our great nerd debate. That's what we're going to be doing. Give some of this stuff away. We've got some great topics. Should we go through? what the great nerd debate topics are going to be this evening. Yes, um, the first one, of course, is going to be uh, Xbox One versus PlayStation 4, which one's better, and then James, you want to continue? Yes, we're also going to do a little playoff of one of our earlier episodes where we did our own superhero Mount Rushmore, so we want to know what yours is. You're going to pick four, and then obviously we're going to hope that they're not the same four. We'll figure that out before we get started, but... Then we're going to debate, you know, why did you leave this person? Why did you leave that person off? And, and then, then we've got one more. And then we have one more, which is, who shot first, Han or Greedo? You know, it's funny because we've been seeing a lot about that on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash downandnerdy, and on the event page. Is anybody, I'm, I, I'm being serious right now, anybody in the room right now, is anybody in the Greedo shot first camp? Anybody. Are all right. right. Now we're, and it's Mike Federale, who's also here <laughs> representing Tidewater Comic Con. We'll talk to him this week in Geek Tame and coming up a little bit later on. But, you know, it's just funny because when, Nick, when you and I started this, we were sitting in my living room. Yes. With one microphone. With one microphone. And if first of all, we keep saying, don't listen to our first episode, ever. No. And we, and we mean it. Because it's it's bad. It's like the first episode of Seinfeld. Everybody loves Seinfeld. It's, it's, but it's, you watch the first episode and you go, really? It, our first episode is kind of like that baby you leave in the dumpster. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Aww. we've got my, my dogs Thanks. making noises in the background. That's right. Last week with your kid making noises in the background. Yeah, that, was, that, was awesome. that was a little bit more embarrassing because he's screaming at the top of his lungs. So. It, it just shows that he is a true Redskins fan. Oh. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> For those Chicago fans, I got, I got a Chicago fan sitting right over there. Uh, we already discussed oh, that earlier. Sorry, dude. Yeah, that, that sums it up quite well. 
But, makes uh, it even worse. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> it's funny because, you know, I'm not going to say I never thought we'd make it to 50 episodes, but just think of the stuff that we've done oh, I mean, in 50 episodes. Oh, I mean, so far. we've had great interviews. You know, Mike's been on the show before. We've had Colin Bunn on the show, for, you know, great writer from Marvel and DC and other comics. And we had Drew Moss on. You know, we had just, you know, the Comic Con episode. Slay. Slay, Matt Slay was on and everything. It was, it was really, really fun. It's amazing how, you know, this thing that came up pretty much was just an idea of me sitting in my apartment. And we discussed this because we mm-hmm. both work together. And you know, we say, "Hey, what about I do about a comic podcast?" And then all of a sudden, you know, a few months later, we haven't talked to one another. I said, "Hey, are we still going to do this?" And you said, "Yes, let's do it." Then we sit in your we sit in your house in March. I haven't been back since. I don't know why. You're a horrible. It's because host. I secretly hate you. That's exactly what. Well, I hate you too. <laughs> You're welcome. So what you're saying is, funny. I've been to your apartment more than you've been to his house. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well. Although uh, we did have this discussion the other day, I said, "Do you know how many people have actually been to my house since we moved there, other than him? Two people. It's probably because you're vicious attack dogs. I am. Yes. <laughs> I've got the word in German where if I say it, it's game on. Yes. Yeah, so for people it's don't too know, bad you speak no well, German. Well, well, people don't know. <laughs> I speak a little German. Well, so for people don't know, tell them what kind of dogs you actually have. I have one Boston Terrier and one Jack Russell Terrier, and they are a handful and a half. And my wife just walked in the room, so she can Yay. attest to uh, the second anybody walks in my house. If you don't like dogs, you're gonna leave immediately. Yeah. Basically, you're gonna leave immediately because they jump all over. They're excited to see people. Like, oh, new people. They make a lot of noise, and then in five minutes, they're asleep. And then that, that's yeah. fine because at my house, if you don't like dogs, it's okay because we have two rats called Yorkshire t- or not. What are they? Uh, Yorkies, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're they, the, they aren't even dogs. So you're the angry fat guy with the tiny little dog. No, they are my dogs. Head. No, no, don't get the no, 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 no. Are you guys gonna no, do if, one of those family portraits where it's, where it's you? I don't there take and pictures like, with those like dogs. Like a sparkly screen in the background holding the dogs or lasers. If I had my own dog, it would eat those two dogs. That's that's <laughs> the way it is. That's the only viciousness my so dog would have. So you don't you don't hold them in displays like fashion and a far off look of wonderment. Right before I throw them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that to a dog. I'm you know, no, maybe Nick, but not a deep dog. Deep down, we call you an angry fat guy, but you're really a gentle soul. Yes, you're a kind and gentle. <laughs> but between the four. <laughs> we keep saying there's a skinny guy in there somewhere waiting to get out. Actually, no, Cody's been working out a lot, and I mean, Cody has lost a lot of weight since I first knew him. So, Thank congratulations you. on that. Yes, and so now this is our first segment, so it's going to be, you know, one course what we did this weekend, so let's get everything started. Again, five straight weeks, 100-plus downloads. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for downloading the show every week. Yes. It's, it's, it's really, really awesome. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons we were able to do this. We were able to come to Dave & Buster's and do a live show. That's how we get these interviews with people because people know that, you know, we're far-reaching. And we do mm-hmm. – we have a lot of fans, and we're getting a lot of downloads, a lot of streams. Actually, we have uh, – for our episode next week, we're going to have a special fan film episode – for the Harley Quinn web series that just came out. Yep. Nice. Yep, we're going to actually have a couple people from that web series going to be on the show for an interview. It's going to be really, really fun. Looking forward to it. And again, you know, our sponsors, Fantasy Escape Comics and Cards in Virginia Beach. Also, Dave and Buster's going to have some great prizes. We've got some shot glasses over here. we got some great figures up here. We also have Red Mill Landing Apartments in Virginia Beach. Donated some very nice. There's an arrow figure right here. This this baby right here, the Deadpool. I yeah. want that. Yeah. I want that. Everybody's got their eye on the Deadpool. That, that's for the Great Nerd Battle Royale. By, by the way, <laughs> that, will be, that will be the prize for the Superhero Mount Rushmore debate, along with uh, a few other things as well. So, 
Now, we're going to get into what we did this weekend, if I can remember what I did this weekend. It was a, it was a big drunken stupor for you, wasn't it? It really was. It, it just felt like it was... <laughs> actually, it's more like a I haven't slept ever kind of stupor. Well, you wanted to have a child. Well, he cut his first tooth today, so it's been kind of poking its way out. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it came out today. So he's been screaming at the top of his lungs for most of the day. So uh, if I look a little... You know, look a little baggy-eyed. That's probably got something to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. 31 more to go. Of course, I've got my uh, Fifty Shades of Grey hangover because that was two weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, there's no. that. So, you know, we never get... Here's the thing. We never get to ask Cody what he did. I froze my ass off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from South Texas. This is not my weather. Um, no, uh, actually, mine goes... The, the most interesting thing I did in the last two weeks goes back yeah it goes back two weeks it was uh jupiter ascending that's what yes, i did for my, my yes. valentine's day and who's seen it anybody seen jupiter ascending yet go see that movie i think if I you thought falcon's wings were cool wait to see channing tatum's boots he's got these anti-gravity boots and he looks like he's skating through the air it is amazing i said it throughout the every time he started using them look i leaned over to my wife i'm like I want those boots. And she's like, I want that guy. So, you know, it's funny. It's funny. What, was that? what was that, Lisa? It's the only good thing about that movie. Oh. oh. No, I actually really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was, I thought it was, uh, I, I, it, 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 I, I really enjoyed it. You fell asleep? You fell asleep? I can't remember the last time I fell asleep in a movie. How, okay, okay, how can you be a woman and fall asleep with Channing Tatum on the screen? That's just, isn't that blasphemy? He does not do it for you? No. Well, what's funny is, is that, Cody, you may be one of the biggest Channing Tatum haters ever. I'm not a Channing Tatum show. hater. Actually, I, I, I will say this. I have given him so much more credit now right. since 21 Jump Street because he was freaking genius in those movies. I don't think um, the words Channing Tatum and genius have ever been used in the same <laughs> sentence together, and they okay. never will be. Uh, but no, no, I, you know, it because for the longest time, though, he was the, I'm just the rip guy acting in movies and you know he's he's kind of moved he found his niche in comedy i think a little bit with that right um unlike you know some people who still don't find their niche like ben diesel um <laughs> he has a he, niche, well he did find his niche but it was three words yeah um best acting role by vin diesel ever <laughs> well, well then of course you have him up for that black groot groot was his best acting role yeah pretty much all he had to say was <laughs> I mean, you can't Exactly. That's the point. Yes. I mean, you yes. can't say. What are you gonna say? Triple X was his best film ever. No. The 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 triple X the triple X with Ice Cube was better. Just like they keep <laughs> they keep making those pitch black movies, those Riddick movies, just hoping one of them will be at least. I just decent. wish the screen would go to that. That's yeah, I, mean. I do too. But it's just funny because you had what a five-minute rant about why Channing Tatum shouldn't be Gambit. And now here well, I said, Channing Tatum is no, no, awesome. No, 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 no. I said Channing Tatum's boots were awesome. Um, no, he was, he, was good. <laughs> he was good in the movie. I, I did enjoy the movie. He was good. Mila Kunis was good. She kind of surprised me with some stuff. Um, Sean Bean was in it. Uh, so everybody knows what happened to him, right? He dies. Spoilers. <laughs> no, I'm not going to tell you. Um, <laughs> well, if he doesn't die, then we won't worry about it being a spoiler. <laughs> If he doesn't die, then hell freezes over. Yeah, that's sure true. What that's a good well, point. we're in Virginia, which is close enough, and guess what's happening tonight? Yeah. We're, we're, for those who aren't in the, the 757 that are listening to this episode, we're expecting maybe a foot 
of snow this evening. Yeah. But uh, that's going to hold off until after we're done here. So, Nick, what did you Wait, do this weekend? Rust. What did I do this weekend? Um, let's see. Worked and uh, just literally sat home and didn't do nothing. Because it was just it was weather and just, you know, I honestly, I'm from New York, but Virginia drivers scare the hell out of me. Yes, they do. Yes. Me too. Yes. I'm from New Hampshire. They scare me too. It's crazy. So yeah, just if you're not used to driving in this kind of weather, just don't do just it. Don't I don't do understand it. why that's so Please hard for don't. people to understand. If you're not used to driving in it, don't do it. And then you've got the guy, my favorite people in the world. Okay. Are people with four-wheel drive and vehicles Cap- in the snow. And Captain Planet fans, right? Oh yes, because those are my people. Yes, you um, should be. You speak the power of heart very well, sir. I just don't understand why you think having four-wheel drive in your vehicle makes you invincible to any kind <laughs> of driving conditions whatsoever. That's not just Virginia, dude. No, That's- but I was actually on the cars. People know me. I know I work, I work nights. So I'm on my way home at five-something in the morning, and I swear there was a guy in a little compact Nissan car on Virginia Beach Boulevard going at least 50 miles an hour in the ice and snow. I almost wanted to follow him to see how far it would be until he bit the dust, because it was only a matter of time. So not only was it not four-wheel drive, it was a tiny little, you know, picture the smallest Nissan you can find, and that's what it was. Cody's pointing out They just brought in a graduated cylinder of beer. (laughs) (laughs) Cody, Cody is, for those who don't know, Cody is a Dave & Buster's virgin. No, so no, no, no. I'm a David seen... Buster's Virginia Beach version. Oh, okay. David Buster's <laughs> We had them in Texas when I was there, and I went to one in Jacksonville about 11 years ago. I've been to your old stomping grounds in Texas this past year, so... Uh, there is there I, is nothing you can't do in Houston. I know what things are like there. But that's going to do it for what we did this weekend. Coming up next, of course, we go to segment number two, which is always what we're reading, and that's right here next on Down and Nerdy. All right, nerds, it's that time to get those long boxes because it's time to discuss what we're reading. And James, you know what? As you know, Cody, you're the, yes. you're going to go first this week. What'd you read this week? Well, um, I read a non-picture book. Okay. Um, that means he's a smart one. Yes. Uh, I actually, uh, on a whim, picked up... Huh? I know. It's a miracle. I'm 33 and I finally graduated. Now next year, I get to go to high school. Um... <laughs> No, uh, I, I, I picked up on a whim, I picked up Maze Runner. Okay. James Dashner, and I was, I really enjoyed it. I had fun reading it, sitting in truck control at NOB. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, interesting um, creatures, the Grievers are. Yeah. The way he describes it. Like, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I'm being told not to watch it, which means I'm going to go right out and get it. Um, of course you are. It's good? Okay. Lisa says it's good. So she hated Jupiter Ascending, so it probably does suck. Um, <laughs> I can burn back. All right. Um, but no, um, no, it was uh, – I really thoroughly enjoyed the book. It had really cool characters in it. Um, just a completely different kind of um, – what's the way – imprisonment? You know, trying to figure your way – an escape. Escape route, yeah. But, you know, it's – it's a bunch of teenagers, a bunch of young right. kids and teenagers. And um, To me, when I saw the, at least the previews of the movie anyway, and had that Hunger Games kind of vibe, how close is it to I that? I wouldn't say it say? is because they don't know why they're there. They don't know anything but their names, really. They get glimpses of stuff sometimes. Right. But that's about it. Okay. Um, All right. And, uh... Oh. Getting um, served beverages by the fine folks yeah, here at yeah. Busters. Thank you so thank much you so for much. that. Yeah, thank you. Um... Yeah, give you two. You're welcome. I'll take a water. 
Um, but uh, no, um, it was uh, it was it, it was heartbreaking at one point, and it's you know it's frustrating to them it's at certain points. It's, it's it's really crazy the way it was done, because like I said, they don't really know why they're there or what they're doing and yeah. why there's a maze around them and. Um, but I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna give too many spoilers away. But it was. It was rather enjoyable. I can't wait to read uh, Scorch Trials, uh, the second book in the series. Um, and it was. It was one of those that wasn't overdone. Right. It wasn't this super That's thick. King. You know. You know, Order of the Phoenix size book. Yeah. Because you know? yeah. <laughs> I remember when I got to that one, I'm like, really, <laughs> really? Why'd you just put well, three well, books? Well, Gob- no, this? Goblet of Fire was the bigger one. Was it? Yeah. It was, Goblet of Fire was like that big. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it was it's huge. that one. I can't. I cried. It was yeah. huge. <laughs> it's not the Hobbit um, huge, though. No. No. Oh, or Lord of the Rings. Or nearly huge. as long-winded. Um, yeah. You need two people to lift that thing. But no, it was it was enjoyable, and it, it kept uh, action going, and it 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 was action-packed enough to keep you interested mm-hmm. in between when crazy stuff would happen in between. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, and like I said, I can't wait to the second one, and it leaves you. With this, oh, awesome! Everything's cool. Everything is ending up great. At the end of this book, and then you're like, epilogue. No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Maze Runner. Uh, I I I say pull or pull it. Pull it. So buy it. All right. All right. So James, your turn. All righty. Well, since I'm the DC worshiper of the group, it should be no yeah. surprise that I decided to go back uh, to my go DC to roots. And uh, Cody's going to take a nap. While I talk about Justice League <laughs> number worry, thirty-nine, okay, uh, it's the it's kind of the end end issue of the uh, Amazon virus uh, storyline. If you've been reading it, of course, written by Jeff Johns, Jason Fabok, who does a fantastic job with the art and colors by Brad Anderson. Basically, it's start it's following the storyline of the Amazon virus. It's a virus that's actually modeled after the Amazon robot that was created by Doctor Ivo that actually mimics. Metahuman ability. So when he comes up on Superman, he gets all of Superman's powers, heat vision, flight, and all that kind of stuff. And the virus was actually actually created by, guess who, replicated by Lex Luthor, of course, who's supposed to be a part of the Justice League. And there was an attempt at assassination on him, and the virus gets released, and now everybody's infected, including the Justice League. But only actual humans get infected. So Superman and Wonder Woman are immune to this virus. Okay. And the rest have kind of turned into, you kind of get the vibe that they, that the rest of the Justice League and the rest of these people have almost turned into like super zombies, but it turns out not so much right. uh, as you get in the book. And they're, and they're looking for Patient Zero, basically is what they're doing, because they think Patient Zero's blood is going to actually be the thing that cures everything. Well, it turns out that that's not so right either. They have to use Superman's blood. Why? Because Luthor infected him with this virus four years ago, and he was able to fight it off. Okay. So basically, this is the beginning of the end of Lex Luthor and the Justice League, or at least you think it is. Um, So basically, they're trying to get this antidote while they're being attacked by this Walking Dead style of zombies banging at the door sort of thing. And um, I'm not going to spoil exactly what happens in the issue if you haven't picked it up yet, but... The action's pretty good, and to see the Justice League kind of battling against each other, Wonder Woman basically at one point has to battle almost the entire Justice League by herself. Now, here's a question. Now, Wonder Woman, is she, because in the Wonder Woman comics, it, right now she is the God of War. Is she the God of War in this series right now? They do now? not, no, they do okay. not make reference to that uh, in this series, at least not directly the way, but she, they do call her a god several times okay. in the book, but they don't necessarily go with the whole God of War thing. Now, they do get things wrapped up. And the problem is, is at the end of the issue, uh, a lot of these humans that got metahuman abilities 
still have the metahuman abilities. Right. They said a certain percentage. So now they're setting up for a whole, you know, what's going to happen from here. They're going to be more heroes. They're going to more be more villains. But a lot of the, what just what's been going on in Justice League, if you've been reading it, is centered around Jessica Cruz, who is kind of she ended up with the Earth Three Power Ring after the whole Forever Evil Fallout happened. And they're kind of grooming her as a Green Lantern, even though she doesn't actually have a Green Lantern ring. And somebody shows up at the end of the issue, again, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't read it, that is going to help her along in the process. It's crypto, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like the oh, dog training sweet. the human. It's, it's in reverse. Yeah, didn't Marvel awesome. already do zombies, though? Yeah. Was that already done? Yeah, Marvel did do zombies yeah. years yeah. ago. So it, wasn't, it, didn't end up being, it didn't end up being exactly that, which, yeah. was, which was good. I'm but uh, again, the art by Jason Fabok is just fantastic. I love the fact that they put him on Justice League. And Jeff Johns is writing. They did, they did enough to keep you interested, even in the in-between issues leading up to the finale. So if you're not reading Justice League, I would definitely say it's, it's definitely a pull for me. Because I want to see, after the end of the issue, I need to see where they go with it now. Because this whole Jessica Cruz, Green Lantern thing, I know that there's been some, are they going to make Jessica Cruz the Green Lantern in the Batman versus Superman movies or Justice League movies. I don't think so. I really don't think so. I don't think they should go that route. But uh, it's interesting to see what they're going to do with her in the actual uh, in the actual books. Oh, okay, so so you so what's your rating? You're gonna get I would rate. do a poll. Poll. Okay. I'll pull it. All right. So well, this is my turn now to go last. And uh, first of all, before I get into what I read, I want to say this segment is brought to you by the fine folks over at Fanscape Comics and Cards, Aragon Boulevard. Go check out Bob, check out all the comics, all the figures. Of course, we have some figures from there he donated uh, to us for tonight's event. So thank you, Bob. Thank you over Fantasy Escape. Uh, I we, we found out today that Bob thinks we're hot. Yeah. He posted that on Facebook. It was pretty yeah. awesome. It was, it was pretty <laughs> awesome. It's only a matter of time, really. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I was flattered. Everybody should know. So I went, being, of course, the Marvel guy, I decided to go back to my Marvel roots. And we have one sitting at a table right now, so I decided to do Return of the Living Deadpool. Deadpool! <laughs> <laughs> nice enthusiasm! That was interesting. And of course, it's written by a good friend, Colin Bond. Uh, there really isn't a Deadpool comic Colin doesn't do. No. <laughs> and, He's know, the Deadpool guy now. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the, the art's done by Nick Verilia. And it, this is when you see the title Return of the Living Deadpool. And, of course, you see the cover. The cover, of course, has a zombie on it, of course, a circle of Deadpools. And it's pretty interesting. It starts off with this girl. Um, it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of thing. And she, there, she comes up across Deadpool. And she's ready to kill him. We don't know why. And they go on this whole thing of there's zombies everywhere. And you figure out as the comic goes on, and this is also done in black and white. It's kind of like Dunstan City style. Deadpool's the only person in color. Yeah, interesting. Um, the whole other world is black and white. And you figure out that there are zombies there. And the thing is, you know, when you get bitten by a zombie, of course, what happens? You turn into a zombie. Right. Well, in this case, you get bitten by a zombie, you turn into Deadpool. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> So basically, you're going to go looking for a zombie immediately. Yeah, pretty much. Bite me! And that's why the girl is hunting Deadpool, because she thinks he's one of the zombies, and of course not, so they're battling zombies. And me, if you listen to the podcast a lot of times, you know I'm not a big zombie guy. Neither am I. I'm zombied out right now. Uh-huh. I like this! Like, this is actually really? good. Yes, because it's... Well, because it's, 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 it's an interesting take on zombies. There's, they haven't gotten to what causes them to turn to Deadpool or anything like that, or what the cause of the whole zombie outbreak was yet. I think anything that adds more Deadpools to the world, you're all for it. Oh, of course, of course. Yes. You know, um, 
because we need more chimichangas and pancakes oh, no in doubt. the morning. No you know? doubt. That's the type of thing. No doubt. Um, but, you know, no, I like it. The art is phenomenal. If I'm going to hold up the comic and speak and take a look at the art, the art is really, really good. Um, you know, when you have the contrast of black and white, it's really, really, there's a good way to mess it up um, because you might go too dark and, and, you know, it's all like in film. When you have black and white, you go for tones and everything else. And right. This is really awesome. They have good uh, setup of, you know, of, I'm trying to think here, uh, build, building up to this sort of thing, like, oh my God, somebody's going to die, and all of a sudden, Deadpool comes through and just slices a zombie in half. Nice. It's really, really awesome. Um, and also, the writing, like I said, Collins, our, our friend of ours, but the thing is, the writing is that when you read a Deadpool comic, this is a Deadpool comic. Like, he gets the humor down best. I think, I'm not saying this because he's a friend of ours, but he, of all the Deadpool writers who have written Deadpool in different variations, Colin has done a great job. He's actually done a good job of getting that, that mentality down. That's what it comes down to. Breaking the fourth wall and certain things. He doesn't really do it a lot in here. I don't even right. think he doesn't really at all. Uh, but for me, this is a definite pull. This is something that you want. How does this compare to the regular Deadpool run that is going on right now? It's totally separate. It's two separate worlds. When I first saw when I first saw they were doing this, I thought it was good because they're not killing him off until issue 45. Right. Issue 42 came out a couple weeks ago, I believe. Um, so not, so when I first saw this, I'm like, oh my god, they're killing him off and they're going to make him a zombie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. No. But the fact is, they're like, no, this is separate. This is going to be what it's going to be, and it has no way, no ties at all to the regular comic. I'm actually kind of looking forward to you reviewing that issue where Deadpool dies, because it's just going to be one giant <laughs> ten-minute bowl of feelings that yeah. just gets spilled out all over the table. Yeah, it, I need to be there for that so he has somebody to slap him. <laughs> it's going to be really sick. We should actually record video of that it's and put be, it up on Facebook. For who's seen, gonna it's going to be like the ending of Brian's song, where, where Gail saves <laughs> <laughs> That's what's gonna be. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna be Gail Sayers. I'm gonna be like, we should give the game comic to Colin or Marvel. Screw you, Joe Casada. And just start crying. That's it's gonna be oh, just God. like that. It's gonna be the ending of Brian's song, oh, but wow. it's gonna be much more sad. You know, I, I, I can see it coming now. That's why I'm looking forward <clears throat> to it, actually. Yeah. So, so have they decided how he's gonna go? I think I think you just hold a gun to the back They're, of his head and tell him to look at the flowers. I just hope that they. I just hope that they have him go a better way than they had Wolverine go. If they do the same thing, if they do something similar that they did to Death of Wolverine, I'm out. <laughs> he's got he's got the same cancer that Wolverine has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think that you know I don't know how they're gonna kill him off. But this is a definite pull for me. Of course, this is issue number one. I'm reviewing. Been a good week for us. It's been a really good week for us. <laughs> this hasn't happened before, I don't think. No. Three in a row. We three in a row, and plus, was it the past couple of weeks? We both had drops in the past couple of weeks. Well, it's been a dark month for me as far as comics go. Well, well, let's put it this way. And 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 before we wrap up, if you don't know, January and kind of February is kind of like for comics what it is for movies because you this is when Hollywood and people start trudging out. They're number ones, or they're like, hey, we're just going to throw this out, see what you got, or whatever, like that. It's like February for sports. Pretty much. February for sports. All you have yeah, is the NBA, and yeah. who cares? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the like, way, you can watch some, a number of fine NBA games here, Dave and Buster's, every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's going <laughs> to but that's going to do it for what we're reading. Coming up next is this week in Geektainment. We have a special guest. It's Mike Federale here to talk about Taiwan Comic Con. Yeah. It's about to get real. He's, uh, he, he's, he, he looks extremely... Uh, he, he actually looks better than he did this time before the last Comic Con. He's, he's, not, he's not as, like, you know, 
freaking out and you guys are just 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 we just gotta get this stuff done we gotta get this stuff done he's he's this, this is what the fourth third third this is the third yes we'll, we'll get to the details. i can't count but yeah no, we'll get to the details. it's the third but but he you know so he he's getting the hang of it now it looks like so there we go but but that's coming up uh this week geek tam is coming up next stay tuned we're down there live from david busters coming your way <laughs> All right, my fellow nerds, grab those con bags and get ready to get some great stuff because it's this week at Geek Tim, a little bit of a special edition this week because we've got, yes, he is, the Grand Poobah of Tidewater Comic Con here with us this week. It's Mike Federale. How you doing? USA! 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 There's people out there going, what the hell is going on? I don't even know why I do that anymore. I don't even know. <laughs> so, like, like we were talking about off the air, you look a lot less stressed out. I'm not. I'm not. Not. Not less. No. More. If if I'm t- I'm taking it well. I'm glad you guys think that. But well, no. <laughs> well. For those who don't know, Tidewater Comic Con still fairly new. Uh, for anybody that's out of town, hasn't been to Tidewater Comic Con, we'll get you the information towards the end of the segment how you can come out. And I can see get you it. that information right now. It's www.tidewatercomicon.com. Please and go on. We'll talk about the hotel deals. <laughs> we'll talk about the hotel deals too. A little yes, bit yes, 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 yes. Um, hotel now, deals. For for, what, for people that don't know, it started out in a hotel. Yes. And it no, that's of, not correct. That's, that's sadly, sadly. That's a misconception. It started out as garage sales. Oh, that's became right. Became a hotel that's show, right. which became the convention the, center. No, you just messed up your own branding. It's the mega nerd garage. The mega nerd garage. Ah, <laughs> see, you busted me for that last time. I did. I did. Yes, it's the I mega nerd garage sale. I'm glad you remember that. That was a it nice, is getting was a my nice revenge. Uh, but no, it yeah. started out as the garage sale, then of course the hotel, then we moved to the Virginia Beach Convention Center, yep. which was the big one, and now it's the first two day show. So literally, you're just you're leaping. Leaps and bounds each show. So I think they're baby steps, but yes. How does it we'll feel, We'll call them though? leaps and bounds. It to feels amazing, doesn't it, guys? Yeah. Right, man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the kind of enthusiasm we like to see. That's all, that's all. But uh, how does it feel to have a two-day show this soon in the existence of Tower World Comic-Con? It hasn't happened, so it doesn't feel anything yet. Like it, I, I'm very excited for it. I know everybody else is excited for it. More celebrities, more things coming, Batmobile, all that kind of stuff. Oh, so definitely. Yeah. So so in, until until it actually happens, it's just that going up the roller coaster. It doesn't feel real until it actually, until it actually happens. Straight down and off the tracks. So other than the number of days, you of course have to plan out the con. It's a two-day con. What goes into planning a two-day con? Different from, of course, a one-day con. I think that anybody here who knows me outside of here knows that I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It's not fun at all. The <laughs> it's it's phone calls. It's emails. It's picking up checks it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of lot of dumb stuff it's it's look it is nowhere near what you think it would be you think it's going to be well i'm just going to call up george takai today and talk to him that's not what it is at all it's like it's calling somebody and going like hey i I need 10 foot by 10 foot space here you can't have that okay all right and then you just get bummed and sad and have to start all over and it's 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 bad it's like those pictures you see online it says this is what my friends think i do what i actually do kind of thing yeah it's 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 a lot of work people act as if i'm batman i'm very clearly alfred in this situation (laughs) (laughs) i'm sitting in a cave alone waiting for batman to show up that's what i'm doing oh don't don't there's no there's no if we're gonna do it we should do it all again really loud one two three Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So you're doing a lot of work trying to get guests for the show. You've got pretty much the entire cast of being human. Yeah. It's going to be at the uh, show. I'm right? missing one person, but it was just a scheduling conflict. So that's, oh, that's just so how that is. That's all right. You got you got Kelly. Who's coming that's on right. the show? You got Sam Huntington coming back yep. for a second right. show. Wait, wait. Let's do this correctly. I'll I'll name a person. You guys scream as loud as you can. Ready? Kelly, who? <laughs> Sam Huntington and Sam Whitworth and Megan Rath from Being Human. <laughs> I'm happy for Megan on that one. Chloe Dykstra from <laughs> Heroes of Cosplay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And some other people that I can't talk about yet. I absolutely can't talk about it. We're not because, because you know there's enough spies. of us here. We could just hold him down <laughs> no. and make him say it. No, I won't say it. I won't say it until contracts are in my hand. We're, we're but that's a smart way to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. A smart way. Yeah, we're not going to give anything away, Shatner. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, if Shatner were coming, I would tell everyone to be like, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cody's wearing the Spock shirt, so oh, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, he would not be okay if. if oh, Shatner's I thought you were there. gonna have the party Spock is in the house tonight T-shirt. No, trek yourself before you wreck yourself. That's pretty good. Yeah, that, that's phase of blast. bad for your health. Is that what it says? No, that, oh, that's okay. what I added. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, again, this is a two. This is a two-day show. So again, what you know, this is the third con. So why a two-day show now? Why not wait for one more then do a, then do a two-day show? Here's the easiest answer. Do you guys think we should wait a whole another year for a two-day show? No. There is your there is your answer. That there was fairly. That why? Was fairly why wait? Yeah. Why wait to have a party? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. It's like, look, we can have a smaller one, and we we do it. We tried it out for the one day. Right. We, we build towards a two-day. It'll eventually be every year, but like for right now, it's like as it's growing, and like once it hits a stopping point, then it'll 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 gradually naturally stop. But until then, it's like if everybody's you know. If all the fans want to come out all the time, then you know, give them something to come out for. Yeah. How how cool was it for you during the last Tidewater Comic Con that was in October to see all the amazing cosplayers that came awesome. through? I thought they're great. Did you guys see the uh, the Rock'em Sock'em Robot Kids? Oh yes. yes. All oh, the yes. Star Wars costumes. Um, that amazing Scarecrow. There was a really good Scarecrow. Yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, a bunch of Pimp really... Deadpool was there. That was pretty uh, cool. Yes, there was true. like 19 <laughs> yes, Deadpools. Yes, yes, yes. There was at one point there was 19 Deadpools and they. Uh, then they scaled our uh, our lifeguard stand. And that oh was, wow! That was I, I missed me a little. that. I thought they would bring it down, but it was really cool. <laughs> wow! Yeah. That must have been later after I left. It got a little, I had to go to work. It got a little party-ish at one point. Like, I had to go it got punch a little that too guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, repeatedly throughout the night. Yeah. I had to punch him repeatedly throughout the night. Oh really? Yeah. Really. <laughs> Why did he have to punch you repeatedly? We were That's what they call thirst. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that makes complete sense. Yeah. <laughs> So, what are some of the things that you can tell us about what's coming up for Tidewater Comic Con? Give, give us something you haven't given anybody yet. Oh, that's the worst. Uh, <laughs> that's so tempting. We're making our own coloring pages. I don't know if you guys know that. Very so nice. So, we're, we're making our own superheroes that kids can color. Um, if you, I mean, if you guys don't already know, we've got the Spider-Gwen number one comic book. Yep. Yes, Star Wars saw that special book. variant. Yep. Um, okay, I'll give you guys this one. We're uh, Tim Shin. He's a, uh, an artist out of... I want to say Northern Virginia. He's uh, he's doing an exclusive Guardians of the Galaxy 11 by 17 poster. Nice. Wow. Yes. Excellent. And it's Excellent. amazing. It's Excellent. like probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And then uh, Justin Peterson, who did last year's poster, he's doing this year's poster, which was last year was, was Batman. This year is Harley and Ivy on surfboards. Ah, yeah. that's yeah. all you needed to say. Yes. So why don't, talk, why don't you talk about some of the stuff that's going to be involved for the VIPs, for the people who want to get their yeah, VIP Mostly passes. what you just heard, like, uh, I, uh, I'm trying not to reveal too much of those, because, like, as people get them, there's a very, very limited number of them. So 
Uh, I'm not really sure how this rumor got started that anybody can be a VIP. Like once it hits that number, that's it. Nobody else. Yeah, gets so that there's stuff. a certain set number of VIPs exactly, that you can exactly. Have. So and like and once it hits that, I'm really really sorry. Everything else that's in the pack you can go get from the artists individually. But like you save money by getting the VIP package early and all that good stuff. And like uh, two comic books, a poster, a T-shirt. Uh, some stuff I can't say. I really, really can't right. say. It's a really cool Ultron print we're making. Uh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so about it's so so detailed and good. And um, and Matt Roberts, uh, Matthew Roberts, the guy that does Manifest Destiny from Image, he just worked something out with us where he's going to do a Hulk versus Thor. If you guys have seen oh, his wow. artwork, if you guys have seen his artwork, it's absolutely insane. That's, that's crazy. So again, you mentioned the whole hotel deal. So tell us a bit more about about those. Uh. Hotels suck. <laughs> there you go. Hotels suck. I wish I didn't have to work with any hotels in any way, shape, or form. And they know that, so it's not. They're not going to hear this and get mad at me or anything, whatever. But we got them down from 129 to 95 for the night, which is the walking distance hotel from the from the show. So that's a really, really big deal. I believe that's the uh, DoubleTree. The DoubleTree. Double DoubleTree Hilton. And they've got a Max and Irma's inside, which is. Yeah. Which, I don't know if you guys know, they make really, really good cookies. And the Doubletree Hotel itself makes really, really good cookies. They're known for it. Yes. Do you guys know that? Hot right out of the oven, oh, too, yes. right when you check I'm in. A, I feel like there's Very familiar. I'm, I'm, I'm going to catalyze, dude. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> can I take over your show to ask one really, one yes. Really, yes. really important yes. question? Uh, just, I'll, I'll ask this and we'll, we'll have you guys cheer for which one. Uh, I'm of the mind that there are only two good Girl Scout cookies, Tagalongs and Dosey Dos. Are you guys... What do you mean, boo? Oh, wow. Thin mints! Thin mints? Thin mints. No, man, wow. that's like a... So oh, no, no. Thin mint is like a, is a thick cracker at best. There's nothing going on with that cookie. I'm just saying. There's nothing special about it. The Samoa is a very, very cool thing. Don't get me wrong. But it's not as cool as the Dosey Dough. I like to cancel my VIP package. I'm a Dosey oh, Dough. At the very least, would you guys all agree with me on the tagalongs? Yeah. The tagalong. You don't agree on tagalong? It's a tagalong. <laughs> she, that's the only ones that she'll eat are the thin ones. I'm, I'm gonna let that go because you two have a child together. I'm not gonna call you out for how wrong you're being right now. Right, so just, just cheer so I can know the difference. Like for uh, just cheer for dosi dos or just cheer for tagalongs. Dosi dos. Yay! Just mean this guy. All right. <laughs> or yeah. tagalongs. Yeah. There we go. And just just to be fair to you guys, since you guys are all about it, thin mints. It's a shame. I think you. I think you just lost right, hold on, hold on. Samoas. Yeah. You guys want to know something really, really cool? You uh, heat up a pan and throw a Samoa in there for like 30 seconds. It is. It is heaven. It is absolutely the I best. will say that on Facebook, you just throw Samoa on a on a hot pan. It's it's. You don't have Samoas here, Sam. <laughs> if anybody should like Samoas, it should be you, Sam. Oh, for anybody that doesn't follow Mike on Twitter or on Facebook, you come up with some weird concoctions sometimes, no, food wise. I don't agree at all. You come up with the weirdest <laughs> stuff. All perfectly I good swear. Things. I see you putting two things together or putting something in a pan with something else. I'm like, never, what never is this guy have I done doing? that. I no 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 no. What is the most interesting thing you can do? I eat in exclusively at Tijuana Flats. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is a fact. That is true. Or here at Dave and Buster's. 
Have you guys had the four cheese mac and cheese with bacon and all that? Oh, yes. Yay! I still, I still will say, I've said this five times in the show, I'm going to say it again. The best Philly cheesesteak in Virginia yeah. is right here at Dave & Buster's. There's no yeah. question about it. Yeah. That's a bold statement. No, because that's saying. a bold statement. You haven't saying. been to Look, my house. You've got employees Just shaking saying. their heads. No. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> And someone just got fired. Oh! That is not true. If you go to Philly, if you go to Philly and try to order, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna throw you out. Okay. Not even Eagles. Eagles, nothing. I'm just okay. saying, you go to Philly and try to order with provolone cheese, they will yell at you. That dude just <laughs> dropped the mic on your show, by the way. It's like boom. <laughs> I was at Pat's in Philadelphia a couple years ago. Somebody tried to order with provolone cheese. They yelled at the guy for two minutes. Really? Not even kidding. They actually screamed at the man for two I minutes. I actually can't stand those places where you go, like, was it Jersey Mike's and something else? Mm-hmm. Where they actually have signs where it's like, we're allowed to yell at you. I, that's the, uh, I can't, I, I can't Ed get Ed in all. Chicago, man. No? Great place. Ed Bevix, dude, they, they, <laughs> their, their, their motto is, bring your attitude, your waitress does. I don't get it. It just I just want to eat food. I don't care what you're. No, I totally get that. I, like, I understand. So, well, I think people yelling at you is kind of like BDSM for food. In a sense. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah. you think it's Fifty Shades of Cheesesteak? That's what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, drop the mic! <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? Again? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we got to remember Comic Con. Girl Scout cookies. I'm done. That's the best joke I've ever heard. Will there be any Girl Scout cookies at Tower or Comic Con? Oh, there should be. Absolutely. I. We're trying to get, um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, what's the name of the place? O'Connor's. We're trying to get them to make a drink. Oh, you guys want something secret that nobody knows? Yes, yes, Here you go, here you go. I own the name Super Booze. I own it. I own it. (laughs) At some point in my life, there will be a bottle, and it'll have a cape on the back, and a little mask across the top, maybe on the bottle top itself. I haven't figured it out what. But... Super booze. That's all. That's all I want so to say. what you're saying is we're going to see you on Shark Tank at some point. Maybe I will pitch that. I will pitch that all day. I'm pitching it right now. Then you guys, would you, look, look, okay. Would you guys at least try Super Booze? Yeah. If Super Booze led Let, to no, a series, Lisa of drinks, does not look sure. Oh, that's she ridiculous. doesn't look sure. Super Booze. Super Booze. <laughs> look at that. He's like, I pulled out cash. Roger yes, Super. I will that's expand to other superhero themed drinks. Oh yes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the dark ale, all of that. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Would you guys accept Alfred at least? Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> it's shaped like a butler. It's a bottle shaped like a butler. Hey, I'm the one that does the puns on this show. Okay, my <laughs> <laughs> But, again, for those who don't know, first of all, shame on you, but second of all, all the information on, com- on Tidewater Comic Con, word vomit, go. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Facebook.com slash Tidewater Comic Con. Uh, TywaterComicCon.com, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, that's that's pretty much all the places and, that we need to be. Yeah. And again, and again the dates for Tywater Comic Con? May 16th and 17th. I don't know where this uh, rumor got started that it was three days, four days, whatever. Two days. Just the two days. Yeah, May 16th and 17th. The two is enough yeah, to stretch out. The two days out. is more did, than enough. I'm not jumping from one day to four days. That's just not happening. Did, did so, I hear a rumor yeah. about a floor? the floor expanding? The floor is... Uh, let me explain that. We have more floor space. It is not the floor expansion of like It's a Wonderful Life, where the where the where, the, where, it, where it gets removed and everybody falls into the pool. No, no, we had to get we had to get more space. We already hit a certain number of tickets that we were passes that we were really excited about. Once that happened, it was like oh, 
I had a really nice chat. <laughs> let me, let me, for you listening on the podcast, this is air quotes. I had a nice chat with uh, the fire marshal about the said space, and how we should get more space, and all that kind of stuff. I actually ran into that guy at the last con. He's a nice, cuddly, uh, cuddly he guy. Is. He is. <laughs> He's just a teddy bear. I offered a, I offered a fire hug. marshal who can shut down anything you do anywhere whenever he wants to. Actually, he and I see eye to eye now, but there was a couple of really, really he bad has, meetings. I offered a hug. He declined. He has the, <laughs> with his eyes. He has the the warmth and Carlos of T one thousand. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that is all the information you need to know about Tidewater Concom. One more time for Mike Federer. Yay! Yay! He is the best. That guy is awesome. USA. 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 <laughs> Where the hell is that even coming oh! from? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But that's going to do it for this week in Geek Tama. Coming up next, all around the nerd sphere, we're going to check out nerd news next. Give a round of applause, guys. Round of applause. Well, it's that time, nerds and nerdettes. We go around the interwebs and look at the top news stories because it's time for what, everyone? Nerd news! That was epic! And the first, and the first... <laughs> and the first story we talk about is, of course, the Aquaman photo, which we have listed above on the screen here. And we're talking about what we thought of it. So when I first saw this, okay, I looked at them like, oh, Rob Zombie presents Battlefield Earth Part 2. It does not look like Battlefield Earth. Let's just get that out of the way right now. Because uh, that was ridiculous. Uh, but here's the okay, thing. Well, that's not Aquaman, though. That's like... That's like... That's like, uh, I don't even know. All I know is my wife knows nothing about nerd stuff, and she loved the picture. Uh. Okay, now for those who can't see and are listening exactly. to the podcast, but for those who are here, I'm wearing an Aquaman shirt. I'm going to stand up, and if you think this is what Aquaman should be, go ahead and give a round of applause. <laughs> Why not? It's the clean cut, super friends see, version kind okay, of, of that, Aquaman. Here's my argument on this right here. Dude lives under the water, okay? I spent a lot of time swimming as a kid. You guys see what color my hair is. It was blonde at that time because I spent so much time in the water. No! That guy says crown for king. That's what that guy does. That guy kills Viserys. That's all he should do. And then, and then you know, gets... You know, but see, like now, me killed like, off his horse or something. Now, when I saw the photo, of course, the first thing that I think a lot of people do is, of course, they envision themselves as Aquaman. So I didn't have a try it. So I did literally, and I brought this. I literally stood in front of my mirror, well, he's pulling up my prosthetic hand, and did the Aquaman pose. <laughs> I literally was like that. And, uh, yeah, I never tried it, so what the hell? What's right? ironic about that is there was one point where, I think it was the 90s, where Aquaman is actually presented, not just with a beard as per that picture. He had a claw. He actually had a, like, a prosthetic type. It wasn't even a trident. It was more like I a... I could have been Aquaman! You could have been Aquaman. What is wrong with you? I, I don't know. So, but I'm actually kind of glad that didn't go that route. I mean, if you want to go the look with the beard and stuff, fine. I mean, if you got Jason Momoa, that's pretty much how he's going to look Jason for the rest Momoa. of his life. Jason Momoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, uh... That would uh, Jason Momoa doing Girl Scout cookie delivery. That just uh, that would be very scary. You'd have to buy ten boxes automatically or die. Basically. I mean, did the, I mean he was in Stargate Atlantis, but <laughs> yeah, right. wow, that's a, that's a blast. But the, the thing right is, there. is like, this is the thing though. 
there's no Aquaman movie that's been set. Like they're not gonna. From what I know, they're not gonna, there's not one in the timeline they're gonna be doing. His only they, time he's gonna be in the movies is like this as you know, Batman vs Superman and the Justice League movie. Yes. So how much do we really expect out of Jason Momoa, and especially with that look? I, well, I didn't expect anything out of him before we saw that. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's he is who he is. He's Conan the Barbarian. He's. Yeah! I mean, he, he's gonna play. He's gonna play who he's gonna play. But Cal Drago. Here's the thing. Did they need to do this with Aquaman for people to take him seriously? Because no. let's face it, Aquaman has always been the butt of jokes for years until Jeff Johns sort of breathed life back into him in the New 52. Probably one of the only things in the New 52 people did not complain about was what they did with Aquaman. So did they need to do this? I think they did because, again, if, if they did if they did what is on James's shirt, um, people have been, have been like a laughing stock kind of thing. People have been like, well, plus you got to remember – DC is going dark for this. Yes. They're going dark for the whole universe. Yes. No smiling, no jokes. I, I Nobody lives. No jokes it's, thing it's will not happen. It's just pure death and sadness. It's, it's written by Saturday George R. R. Martin. The no jokes thing will not happen. I got a question for you guys. Would you guys be okay with it if he still looked like that but had all the blonde hair? Still I'm, I actually yeah. am okay with it. Really? I'm he, not he should be pale, okay too, because he lives. No, he should be pale? He should no, be pale. I, I, he still comes to the service from time to time. Yeah. Plus, they can... <laughs> Well, don't, you think they have, don't you think they have tanning booze in, in Atlantis? Yeah. Why not? Self-tanning in Atlantis. It's, it's, the new, it's the new thing. But if you notice, the tattoos that he has on his arm are actually the so same ones yes. he has Which, on his Why not? Wrist. Why not do it that way? Well, I would not. I actually would. The long hair, I think, bothers me more than anything Fabio would have been a great Aquaman. Chris Evans. <laughs> because he's in everything. Chris Evans. <laughs> because oh yeah, Chris, Chris Evans. Because he hasn't played no superhero. So you want the so you want the Snowpiercer version. You want the Snowpiercer version of Aquaman. Is basically what we're going with. There. Pretty much. But I, I I've made it clear. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think they needed to do this. They needed to make him look like a badass. Otherwise, we could have done an entire meme Monday on Aquaman alone if they yeah. went with the clean. Well, we kind of have done a couple Aquaman. Movies. Right. 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 Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, and so, only in that yeah. female demographic. Speaking of, speaking of the female demographic, yeah. as we move on to our next story, it looks like the Wonder Woman movie from Gal Gadot is going to start production this fall, Nick. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, that, you know, Suicide Squad goes to production like pretty much next month. Next month, yeah. Which is amazing. Um, it's the only DC movie I'm excited for. Really? Yes. That's because it's you, and we've had this No, it's because Margot Robbie's playing time. Harley Quinn. How could you not be excited about Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn? I would Quinn? be excited about almost anybody playing Harley Quinn. Your wife already played Harley Quinn. That's why I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> but now, She's like, he's going to live for the rest of the But the reason night. why we mention this, and you know, some people might not always say, oh, it's not big news, you know, just start production, but this is the thing, though. This is the first major film starring a woman in DC, and really much the second one I can remember since Electro, which was a bad, bad I mean, movie. Yeah, Marvel. we don't even count that, so I can't even say give Marvel. But credit the thing for is, you mentioned this. You she can help you with your Capital One card, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can make chairs disappear like magic. Yeah. and her husband's Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, James, you mentioned that the reason why we're talking about this, James, you mentioned that there's a lot of pressure of all the movies that are happening. There's a lot of pressure on this one, mostly. You think when DC released their film slate. Um, not too long ago, I was looking at all the movies that they announced, and of course you look at Suicide Squad or something like that, and you go, ah, maybe that's a risk. But when I looked at Wonder Woman, I thought, this is the one that needs to work. Yeah. Because 
Gail Godot probably has more pressure on her than anybody in this cast. She's already taken a lot of flack on social media. I think you need to give her a chance. I think she could actually do a really good job. But this is the one they need to get right because DC's doing this first. They're not going to get to the Captain Marvel movie in the Marvel Universe for a while now. Uh, there's no real, st- I mean, you could talk Scarlett Johansson. There's no real strong female lead for Marvel right now. So if this gets done right, this could be this could be the movie that launches DC and actually gets them to compete with Marvel. Right. Because right now, even with Batman versus Superman, even if it's a great movie, they're still not going to be on that level. This is the one that's going to do it. Yeah, this is going to be totally, totally make or break. Because, again, you have... Gal Gadot, when she was first cast, I thought she was a good choice. Yeah, I did too. The thing was, it's sad, because we live in this social media age where everybody can hide under anonymity. I hate that. Um, And they're attacking her. They're saying, like, you're too skinny, you're too this. It's like, dude, like, seriously, you know, back off. You know, they felt that she was the perfect choice when they they casted her, when she auditioned, so why not? You know, I mean, this thing is like this. This is a And remember... We were, remember we were supposed to get that Wonder Woman TV show like a couple years ago, and we didn't. It got canceled. It didn't even make air. And why not? This is DC pretty much saying, you know what, we're going all in. Chips all in the table. We're going all in right and now. And they put it... Not just with Wonder Woman, just with their whole universe. And, and they put it towards the beginning of their film slate for a reason, too. They wanted to beat Marvel to the punch, because if they get this right first, they look like the heroes. Right. Now, of course, if they get it wrong, it's just going to be... I, Typical I, DC. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to be said. <laughs> but if they get it right... I think they'll come off a little bit of momentum with Suicide Squad, though. I think Suicide Squad is going to be way better than people expect it to be. I think. Suicide I don't think Squad it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be like the Guardians of the Galaxy for DC, where not you know people like kind of low expectations for Guardians of the Galaxy until you right. started seeing trailers and stuff. Then you saw the movie; it was amazing. I don't think it'll be on that level. But once you see Suicide Squad, I think that's going to make people go, "Huh." So maybe DC is going to do it, do it right. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we'll see. Um, I think they're doing a. I mean, what do you guys think? I'm actually guys this question in the audience. Do you think that DC is making the right move by putting everybody pretty much in Batman versus Superman, Grampus for a long time or a short time, or should they be doing what Marvel's doing and just have everybody get their own film? Okay, okay, okay. Let's do it by, by a round of by a round of woos and applause. Who thinks that they're doing it the right way? They're doing it now, right? Putting everybody in one movie. <laughs> Yes! Who thinks they should do what Marvel did and give everybody their own separate film? Everyone should do what Marvel does. But why would you do that? You can't... Yeah, exactly. If you're going to do it, why wouldn't you do that? Because you have to build the character. You can't do what... You can't beat someone by being them. You just can't. You have to distinguish yourselves. Yeah, because DC's done a good job of that. (laughs) But you can't. But then all people are ever going to say is, "Well, they use the Marvel model, so but good again, for Marvel but for helping them." The house, from, the, from the foundation to the roof, I'm going to go. That's a good way to build a house. But would you want to? Would you want to live in a neighborhood where all the houses look the same? Yes. Exactly. None of those houses make it an architectural digest. They have to be different. <laughs> but again, but what's the one? But what's the one saying though? Imitation is the simplest form of flattery. You know, that's the thing. It's like so. Marvel, yeah, they don't want to flatter Marvel. But still, no, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but still, it's, it's it's kind of like it worked for Marvel. We're seeing films, even like for example, you look at like what, what Universal wants to do with their monster movies. They they want to do their own Avengers style monster universe. They says why they had the Dracula movie that came out with Dracula Untold or whatever the hell it was. They and they want to go with Frankenstein and Mummy and so on and so forth. So, again, the formula works. Don't, I mean, this is a big risk. I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not bashing DC. This is a huge risk. 
Um, but again, you know, we'll see how it works out. I think that we'll see all of these new characters for a grand total of two minutes each in this movie. Oh, yes, well, if that. Well, well, no, because I know they've even said it's gonna be like, hey, look, Aquaman's over there. Hey, no, that's, that's it. Well, no, that's what they said. That's all it's, it's gonna be. That's what they said. They said it's gonna be pretty much like Flash is gonna be there for like a couple seconds, and then Aquaman's gonna be there for X amount of seconds. I think they literally said in a, in an article somewhere that that Cyborg is gonna be in this movie for three minutes. Yeah, literally three minutes. So not as cyborg, as, <coughs> stone. as yeah, as stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's and, and they said that it might involve his dad as well. He's gonna be in for three minutes, and he's gonna be stoned. That's what I got out of that. <laughs> oh, again, my job. <laughs> <laughs> so our th- our third story is Paul Feig says his Ghostbusters reboot will be influenced by The Walking Dead. So since Cody is our resident <clears throat> Walking Dead guy, okay, now I, take it away. He said this on Talking Dead, and I do watch both Walking Dead and Talking Dead every week. Huh? Why does Chris Hardwick have a job? Because Singled Out got canceled, and he needed something else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You notice how At Midnight's now At Midnight with Chris Hardwick. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I still love the show. So, I mean, uh, no, but, uh, you know, he, he said it on there, and um, the way he put it was the paranormal aspects mm-hmm. of Walking Dead is where he's going with it, which I, I can see if he wants to go a darker way, he doesn't, you know, he wants um, more of the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The... Um, Jake Busey character from Frighteners beyond, you know, instead yeah. of Slimer. Yeah. You know, he wants more of, you know, let's do more paranormal activity than, you know, the real Ghostbusters cartoon. You know, let's yeah. let's not... He, I don't think he wants to go cartoony with it, even though he's casting comedians. I, that was going to be my question. Do you go that route with this cast that you have now? Is that even a thing you should do? I, I, like, I, I that, mean, there's going to be comedy involved with it, but I think the paranormal parts of it are going to be more scary than... I think when it comes down to... What, the way it sounds to me, the way it's being written is that final battle is going to scare the crap out of you instead of so be funny the whole so time. So it's more of an effects-wise thing than it is It's, it's not going to be... They're going to fight a, a, like a real hardcore ghost instead of the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, that type of thing. Right. But it's a scary Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. That was a scary Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. But, I mean, me if you've got Frank. diabetes, that thing is going to scare the hell out of you. I'm just saying. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, Cody. Swamp trick? Huh? Yeah, you put yeah. Melissa McCarthy in this movie. She's just falling everywhere. Okay, that that's not a good. No, idea. no, no. I, like I said, though, I I think the movie's going to be a comedy, but the hardcore part's going to come more at the end when they really got the real battle. It's going to be like. Um, like Walking was, Dead the musical? No, what was her name? <laughs> um, Zool. It's going to be more Zool than State Puff. Like Sigourney Weaver? Or, well, not, no, I see what you're saying. No, I, I, I do see what you're saying. I just think that with the cast, I don't know that I don't know that you would go that route. I, 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 don't, know. I, mean, I don't think it has to be the Stay Puff Marshmallow. But the thing is, either, it's, but it's hard. Because the thing is, when you're doing a film like this, it's a reboot or remake, whatever we want to call whatever it. Whatever they want to call it now. You don't want, we say this on the show all the time, you don't want a shot-for-shot remake no. or even even the sequel thing. You don't want it to be kind of like that sequel where we're going to take certain events and just flip the script on them or, or change certain scenarios. So instead of this person, you have right. this. Instead of this, you have this. But it's the same type of a person. That's the kind of thing you don't want to happen. Right. 
So, I mean, I don't know if you want, you know. I get it. It's just that you can give me a, a new story, give me a better story without having to do this, though. That's just my best Maybe they'll do it for, to balance out everything or who knows. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. And our final story, <laughs> this is why we did it. So, for people oh. who don't know, people who weren't paying attention the entire week or a couple weeks before tonight, James, is he, he despises Captain Planet like it's nobody's business. So, Cody... On our Facebook page, facebook.com slash down nerdy, and on our event page, posted, everybody show up or people show up in your best Captain Planet regalia or costumes or whatever. So James saw the story of Hugh Jackman saying he wants to play Wolverine until he dies and says, Cody's going to be on the show. Let's talk about it. So, Cody, the floor. The floor. Hugh Jackman says he wants to play Wolverine until he dies. Yeah! No, no, no. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First off, first off, I'm tired of these Australian actors stealing jobs from Canadians. Um, <laughs> for those who listened last week. Um, but uh, on a second one, he wants to play Wolverine till he dies. Deadpool, I have a mission for you. <laughs> they aren't making a Les Miserables 2, so I don't care. I think, they've already, <laughs> I think they've already tried that, actually. Uh, no, I mean, you guys, for those who listen, when I'm on here, we, we brought this up before. Um, I am a very anti-Hugh Jackman as Wolverine guy uh, because, yeah, I don't care. You can think whatever you want. I'm right. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you have to go extreme by the comic. I don't want to frame for frame. You're the canon guy on the show. But yeah, I don't want to frame for frame of, of the book, but at the same time, Wolverine is five foot four, man. Oh my god. <laughs> he's he's hold on, hold on, hold on. No, it's not my only argument. He's Australian. Um, no, uh I, I just I just never really liked I didn't like it from the beginning. I didn't like him as Logan, I never did, and it was just that the the five foot four thing was my was my joke with it. I always thought it should have been Glenn Danzig personally, but you know, because Dude, I, he okay. He's a jerk. I get it, and I'm using that because there's children here. But um, <laughs> I, I, you know, but how many people in Hollywood are? I mean, they they put Russell, keep putting Russell Crowe in movies. That's um, a good point. That's a good point. That's fair. I go with young Eastwood. Young Eastwood. Well, he's not young anymore, so it's not going to work. <laughs> you want to talk? You want to talk about old man Logan? That would be an old man Logan. Yeah, that would there. be. So, and I'll tell you what, Hugh Jackman was more jacked for Les, Les Miserables than he was for Wolverine. Just for the sake of argument, every, to everybody in the room, who is actually okay and think that Hugh Jackman does a good job as Wolverine? <laughs> everybody approves. And this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Yeah, but that that's a that's a totally, that's totally different, different. That's a totally different thing. That's they also yeah, Thor was also what a duck or something at one point. He was point. a horse. And he was a frog. A horse. There it is. Yeah. So I mean, you can do wacky things. I mean. Yeah, wacky things like casting Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. <laughs> so we've got. Or Channing Tatum as Gambit. My thing is this: I have no problem with Wolverine. I thought he does a fantastic job of Wolverine. Uh, my thing is this: of course you want to play Wolverine until you die because Fox keeps on pulling up with big trucks of money at your doorstep, says, here you go, play Wolverine, 
for X amount of years. And da, da, da. there and you go. Hugh Jackman likes money because it's he like also saying, said it's like saying you're a forty-year-old baseball player who's pretty much had suspended for a year for hey, Ron. Yeah, so I was getting to you. <laughs> my joke, James. But yeah, it's like saying being that guy who's like forty years old, he's an athlete, and then somebody gives him like a twenty-five million dollar deal, Kobe Bryant. Um, you know, and it just ruins the team or whatever. He's a Yankees fan, that's why he said Kobe Bryant. No, well, well, you're also a Lakers, Lakers fan. fan. I'm Lakers fan. But James, anyways, what is wrong with you? Shut up. Um, You've got all kinds of problems. It's just one of those things where it works. It's one of those those few long-term casting choices that works. And I think that he, as long as he's up for it, as long as he can physically do it, which, my God, have you seen his lifting videos? Jesus Christ. Um, You know, he he can do it. I'm all for Hugh Jackman being, you know, Wolverine as long as he can. I like them better than Kate and Leopold. He likes money (laughs) because he also brought up the whole, hey, Spider-Man's in the Avengers now. Let's get Wolverine into the Avengers movies as well. Yeah. yeah. Well, who would want to be in the Avengers movie? I want to be in the Avengers movie. Of, money. of course, he'd want to be in it. Now, whether or not that's actually going to happen, I think that that's going to be, if that's even a possibility. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait! No, no. I saw Blair has a look on her face of disgust. This is literally the dumbest thing I've heard you say all night. Oh! oh. Are you under some impression that if Hugh Jackman wasn't being offered X Men movies, that he would suddenly be poor? No! 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 no, 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 no. I said the reason why he keeps on doing them. I said he likes money. He does. Yeah, the reason why I said he does them is because if somebody came to you and says, and says, hey, we want you to be this character for X amount of years or whatever, they keep on, like I said, nobody's going to turn on a big paycheck. It's a superhero movie. Um, for example, you look at Bradley Cooper, okay? Granted, it's Marvel, but he said, and he, and this is a quote, he said, you know, they asked him how much money did you make to, to be Rocket. He said, I made more money to be Rocket than I did for uh, was the Place Beyond the Pines, Silver Linings Playbook, and like one other movie combined. Well, Silver Linings Playbook was an indie. So movie, again, so if, if, so if, 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 if Wolver- Hugh Jackman does such a good job with Wolverine, they're gonna be paying him twenty million dollars a film, whatever. So you want that twenty million dollars to keep on rolling in? Not saying he's gonna go broke anytime soon, but when somebody when you have a steady twenty million dollar gig, you're gonna want to do that as long as you can. His Which is why Vin Diesel keeps making movies. Yeah, <laughs> he's had other movies that have made money. Clearly, the guy can do other stuff. So he doesn't, well, he still needs Wolverine because who, you know, you want to make money. Again, you want to be Wolverine. Exactly. That's the point. Just like Ryan Reynolds. Don't you think Ryan Reynolds would love to play Deadpool until he dies? Of course he would. Look at Brian Stan. Look at Brian Stan. No, 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 no. For some action stand. Monetary. Yeah, I said Deadpool. I would never bring up the Green Lantern thing. Never bring up the Green Lantern thing ever. I want that to be as far gone as possible. Yeah, like. Yeah, but look at Sebastian Stan. How many movies did he sign on for? Nine. Nine Nine nine. movies. Yeah. Well, he's it's six now. It's six now. Oh, after the yeah, six left. He's already had it's six (laughs) left. Yes. I don't. So Sam likes Green Lantern. Maybe. (laughs) 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 And Cody is out of here. There's only one person who should play Green Lantern. Don't you dare say Nathan. No, actually, the the one I want to play. If we gave Nathan Fillion all the jobs people want to give him, the guy would never sleep a day in his life. Nathan Fillion. He should be Indiana Jones, I think. Nathan Fillion should be Indiana Jones. But no, um, no, for, uh, uh, no. 
Green Lantern, I think Idris Elba. Yeah, why not? Idris Elba's a freaking genius. Luther is amazing if you've never watched that show. Yeah, watch Luther. I agree. And Al Ju- there are too many Green Lanterns. There's a lot. Way too many. That's a lot. And that's going to do it for Nerd News, everybody. Come next. Yeah. It's the Great Nerd Debate. Stay tuned. More Down Nerdy. Come next. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for coming to our 50th episode of Down Nerdy here at Dave & Buster's Virginia Beach. Woo! Also want to yeah. thank, thank our sponsors. Fantasy Escape Comics and Cards, also in Virginia Beach. Go see Bob. He's got great comics for you. And Red Mill Landing Apartments in Virginia Beach. Of course, if you've been looking on the screens here, you've been seeing how you can contact those people, find out more information. We want to thank them for the great prizes, for the great nerd debate. And we're going to start off with our first debate of who shot first. Nick, introduce our contestants. Okay, so our first topic for the debate is who shot first, Han Solo or Greedo? And before we get into... Who are who's taking what side? We're gonna get to the rules first. Oh so, for this, there are rules here. So, of course, you have two people. <laughs> so we have two people. We have two people debating each other. Of course, Don't each guy, each, each guys, each person gets three minutes for a debate. You cannot be uninterrupted. If somebody's talking and the other person does interrupt them, you that person loses thirty seconds off of their time oh, for debates. That's rough. <laughs> After. <laughs> yeah. So, after both sides has their three-minute dis- debate, we're going to have a three-minute battle royale where you can just argue with one another and debate points. After that, the three of us are going to decide who won that debate. All right, so before things get ugly, in the Greedo corner, we have Mike Federale from no, Time no, 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 switch oh, that. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no, scratch that, reverse it. We have Adam Rose saying Greedo shot first. And in the... Han camp. Han camp. Correct camp. We have Mike Federale from Tidewater Comic Con. So I think we should yield to the. I'll yield to age. Oh, oh, no. No. I'll yield to oh. age. Oh no! Look at oh. this. Okay, so. Okay, now now we have we have to amend the rule. Brutal. We have to throw in a different rule here too. If Mike loses for some reason. You can't kick us out of Comic-Con. Yeah! <laughs> no, no. I'll let the I, I guy in green go first, just like Greedo. Greedo okay. went first, Greedo went <laughs> I win right there. That's it. Uh, okay, right. so, Mike, why did Han shoot first and three minutes start now? First of all, I love Star Trek. It is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I just feel like, I feel like everybody should know that. Iron Man is, like, the best. He's just the best in that movie. Uh, uh, that's that's all I have to say about that, really. Did you guys want more details? <laughs> yeah, why? That'd be good. <laughs> I like I like Jean Luc Picard in that movie. <laughs> I like when he force chokes that dude. That's my favorite part. Uh, Hanjamin Solo is his full name. Uh, that's that's all I have. I wasn't really like prepared for this debate in any way. I will just do this because this seems to be the only thing that I could possibly win with. Who would agree with me that Han Solo shot first in Star Wars? I'm sorry, in Star Trek. In Star Trek. Han Solo shot first in Star Trek. No, nobody? We'll try that one more time, because I only have three minutes. Yell as loud as you humanly can if you think that Hanjiman Solo shot first in Star Trek. Woo! Couple people. Yeah. So is that you want any more time? Um, no, I mean, 
the, the way that I saw it, the, the first time I saw the movie, yeah. he shot first. It's a big deal. It's a gunslinging kind of mo- moment. It's like if somebody comes in and they, they're, they're talking crap, they're going to do this, they're going to do that, they're going to bring you into Jabba, and he shoots. That's what made him a badass. I, that's, that's how I know him. That's how I know and love Han Solo is not as the guy who, like, waited around and then, like, slightly digitally moved his head ever so, just so he could do that and then shoot him. It means a big deal to me that, that he's a smuggler and he's a pirate and he's all these things and he's, to some degree, a little bit of a cowboy, that he shot first. There you go, Mike Ferrari. Yeah. Right. That was 90 seconds, basically. Sorry. I mean, he was able to break that down. So, now Far we get to the hard point. Rose, <laughs> you have three minutes to tell us why Greedo shot first. Go. As a child of the 90s, uh, the first thing I saw... <laughs> as a child of the 90s, the first thing I saw when the special edition came out as a young, formative child was that Greedo shot first. So going back and looking at the older editions, the original editions, it was weird to see Han shoot first because I loved Han Solo as a child. Han was a badass, I will give you that. But here is the thing. Han liked to bend the rules of the law. He was a smuggler. He wasn't doing hard drugs. He was just smuggling some stuff, not aggressive stuff. And when Han, as the, in that role, Han respects the law to an extent, right? So it was self-defense, not murder, first of all. And for Han Solo to be the badass that he is, digitally moving his head, is much more of a badass move than murdering somebody that's coming at you. Greedo came at him. Han shot second. Greedo shot first. Child of the 90s. That's all I got right there. Wow. <laughs> see, see, you, 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 it's never good when you're debating somebody from Boston College. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that. <laughs> all right, so each side has had their piece. So now, this is going to be very interesting, I have a feeling. Um, the three-minute free-for-all, anything goes. Now, if you stand up. Well, Cody's already gone after my college. I don't know, I don't know what else there is. <laughs> Tear me down more, why don't you? You could do the you could do the fight song for you three minutes. Um, <laughs> he doesn't do the fight. So <laughs> three minutes. Han versus Greedo. Start the time. The only way I can win this is if you guys all do this with me. Han Solo. Han Solo. Han it's Solo. All of you. Han second. Shot second. Han Solo. That's a lot of time. That's all I've got. That's my <laughs> that right. seconds That's into why it. I'm the best debater in all of Virginia Beach. Right there. Are you out of breath? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This coming from the city that brought us Meyer Oberdorf. <laughs> <laughs> like a here. Why, why would you burn Meyer Oberdorf in that? Why okay, would you here's, this too? here's my question. If, if Lucas liked the original shot, of Han shooting first, why did he feel the need to change it? I don't know, but he but he did, which means that Han Solo shot first. Because he made George Rubens. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll burn in hell for that for all eternity. We know. Just kidding, George. I love you. Can I come in at Skywalker Ranch sometime? Just kidding. Um, and that's just my that's my real question. Is if if he really liked it and that was the acceptable form, is it because the '90s were not violent? Because remember how bad New York was in the early '90s? I do. No. Everyone died. No, no, I'm saying Everyone died. They made a movie called The Last Action Hero where people got killed in New York and no one cared. I'm saying this. If he changed it, that means that the original was that Wrong. Han Solo shot first. That's is, how it came is it, out. It, okay, so then I guess... Then it you, was you that may, way. He did. He shot first. Because he wanted Han to become a guy that people could look up to? 
Is that why he changed it? Retroactively, he did that. Retroactively. I, I, I would agree with that, but... You would agree that he shot first. The most recent version... No, I would agree with that point. You that, would agree that he shot first, I would and agree that, that retroactively changed it because to Han being became a folk, shot first. Han became a folk hero, but the most recent version of the film has Greedo shooting first, and that should be the end of any debate. No. No, no, no. Who has... He okay, it. who he here? Who it. here has the original versions... On DVD slash Blu-ray. I got them on VHS. Who has, them on, <laughs> who has them on VHS and 8-track? Who has them on 8-track? If you have them on Laserdisc, Laser, you win those. Yeah. There you go. Laserdisc version. I yes. watched them on Laserdisc like the second time I ever watched the movie. So I thought on beta? You had them on beta? You I know what? Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Hold on. Because that gentleman has these on beta, if I win this debate, he can have my Star Wars prize. By the way, that's what I'm going to speaking say, of right? back to comic book news, who's read Darth Vader number one, by the way? Yes. Terrific book. Oh, Terrific yeah, right book. Here. Just go go check that out if you like comic books. Very good book. Uh, yeah, 30 20, seconds, gentlemen. Um, this has been seconds. fun. I enjoyed my time with you. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a skilled debater by any means. No, no, I, play that same song. Well, that's gonna do it for our first debate. Let's give it to Barry. Yay! I don't have only have one. So now, now we have to decide, guys, who won this debate. So who do you think made the best argument? You can't make the crowd cheer again. Oh. And that's, <laughs> to me, that actually worked as a detriment to Mike. Because he got no! tired. Because he got tired. No, because, no, because, <laughs> because it could have been just when you, when you say you want Han Solo to win, or you say he shot first, you know, you brought up the fact that, yes, it was an original cut and everything else. Um, but the whole crowd thing, it showed maybe a lack of debating. Whoa. <laughs> Desperation tactics. Shots fired like Rito. My things now. This does not reflect on who I think shot first. This is all just bait. This is just a bait. This is, does not reflect on who I think shot first. I think Han shot first. But the thing is, this is on who debate the, the best. Oh, this debate gotta, is too real now. I gotta, give it, to, gotta I gotta give it to Adam. I gotta give it to Adam. Oh my gosh. Cody, who was drinking the whole time, by the way. Uh, um, I don't like either one of these guys. No. Uh, Yay! <laughs> he's not. Kid he's not kidding about at least one of us. So. <laughs> Which one? Awesome. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I, 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 I'm sorry to say this, but uh, Han shot first, and Adam had the better argument. No! It kills him to say that, too. It, it does. I'm going to go does. ahead, and not that it matters because the majority wins, but uh, I would go with Adam as well, so clean sweep. Oh, Adam clean Rose sweep. is the winner of the first great nerd debate. No. No. Even though he was wrong, he debated well. So that means he That's gets to take fun. home the lovely Star Wars figurines donated by Fantasy Escape Comics oh, you know I'll take one in Virginia Beach. And Mike can have the other. Yeah! Oh, there's three! There's well, three I'm giving that guy has oh, the the copy. The guy Nobody has who copy. wants Leia? We'll give Leia away for free. Which one do you want? Leia? Who's the guy that has Sky? We have Skywalker, we have Leia. I'm giving you the best in Luke. There you go. But I will trade for Stephen Amell. <laughs> Who wants Leia? I'll take Leia. You're the least. Because they went to Nanda Parbat tonight and I'm not watching it. There you go. <laughs> Lisa! Lisa, so we're still rolling. Our second great nerd debate topic has been changed. Has been changed. Yes. So, our second great nerd debate topic is what is the greatest console of all time? Can our participants please come to the front? 
We got our Tennis Crown applause. Come on, don't be quiet. This is the best job ever. <laughs> All right. So we have, of course, Scott. Yep. And what's your name, hey, sir? You. Joey. Joey. Okay, nice we have Scott and Joey. Now, guys, you know the rules. Three minutes apiece. Yep. No interrupting. You interrupt, you lose 30 seconds off of your debate time, and then we have a three-minute bell royale at the end. Okay. Now, Cody has confirmed that they do not have the same answer. Correct. No, Correct. <laughs> okay. Now, the only way I can think we can decide who goes first, rock, paper, scissors, right now. All right, hey, you here go we first. go. I'll let this you go works first. great for radio, by the way. Yeah. I have no problem with going. Can I go first? Thank you very much. Go first. Oh wow! Oh, we have okay. a deferment. Nice. Karma points. All right. We have so <laughs> we're gonna start the timer here. What's your name again? It's a live Joey. show. Joey? Yes. All right. Okay. Hello, so, America. So Scott, what is the greatest console of all time? Your three minutes start. Oh, he's going now. first. He's going first. Oh, Joey. Joey's going Joey. first. <laughs> what is the greatest console of all time? Your three minutes start now. <laughs> to me, it was always the PlayStation 2. In the 2000s, growing up, I loved it. Everything came from it. I mean, everybody has a game that something that came from PlayStation, like Devil May Cry. Best game around. I loved the story. Loved everything about it. I mean, yeah, Capcom should have done better or whatever. And also, like I said, Best games come from the start. Kingdom Hearts. There's nothing else I can say about that because that's like the best game ever. Best story. I loved it. How they combined everything. And also Final Fantasy games, especially 10. 10 was awesome. Who could say anything bad about 10? Especially seeing Bahamut and the summonings. Nothing. It was great. And also around that time, that's when DVD players were starting out. You know, you had a DVD player, you had a music console. I mean, psh, PlayStation 2. I loved it. Can't say nothing bad about it. Because to me, I always loved, also, I always loved the Rumble Pack. Rumble Pack with any console, especially when you're playing a game and you get into it and you feel the explosion when it happens. How can you say, oh my God, I'm part of that game. I love it. So to me, I always had to think PlayStation 2 was always the best in my universe because, like I said, PlayStation 2, it started. Whatever game that you like, it started. And also, another best game, God of War. Mm -hmm. For your mature audience, play it. You know you'll love it. Greek stories, like I said, PlayStation 2 started it. Whatever game that you could think of, Sony did it, PlayStation 2. Is that I'm it? Done. I'm done. Done. Okay, it's about mid 48. Right. I am the god of damn users. <laughs> All right, Scott, your three minutes start now. The year was 1991. <laughs> <laughs> I was nine years old at the time, and I had a shiny box for Christmas. I opened it up, and what was it? It was a fantastic Super Nintendo. Yeah! I was so excited. An upgrade from my terrible, terrible, I can't get any of these games to play regular Nintendo system. <laughs> it had cartridges, bigger cartridges, better cartridges, 16-bit power. But were there any games to play for it? Not exactly. So let's flat fast forward to October 11th, 1994, the greatest Final Fantasy game ever made, Final Fantasy VI debuted on the Super Nintendo system. And from then on, I knew that I was hooked. 
every single Final Fantasy and role-playing game has derived elements of storytelling from that game alone. It had everything you could ever want. It had a love story, it had a battle, it had an enemy who literally destroyed the world. No other main villain has managed to destroy the world, but Kefka did. Anyway, but I'm getting off track here. I've got, let's see, about a minute, two minutes left. Not to jump off, because I respect you, Joe. I love you. But when you talk about the best, when you talk about the best start with PlayStation 2, I have to disagree. Because the best started with Super Nintendo. Let's go down the list. Final Fantasy VI. Let's start with Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Let's start off with, and let's follow that up with Super Metroid. All three games, right there. Not to mention Super Punch-Out. Which I could never beat the one for Nintendo, but I could sure as hell beat the one for Super Nintendo. <laughs> but, that's not just all, just the games. Let me just say this, let me just throw this in here. Squaresoft made the Super Nintendo. And I'm not using my funny voice, I'm serious. Squaresoft made the Super Nintendo. Uh, Secret of Mana, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy IV, or yeah, Final Fantasy IV, Final Fantasy VI, uh, Super Mario World was the best pack-in but uh, Squaresoft didn't make uh, Super Mario. But a lot, all those games that came out, Breath of Fire. Wait, was that Squaresoft? That was Capcom, wasn't it? That was Capcom. Anyway, Breath of Fire, Breath of Fire 2. All the great, like Super Nintendo was the greatest role-playing game system of all time. Not necessarily for its action games. Not really, but its RPGs. That's where it's at. So that's why I feel that the Super Nintendo is the greatest system of all time. And I'll get into more during the free-for-all. Two minutes and wow. seconds. I right. gotta tell you, I think we're shaping up for a real, uh, real battle royale here. <laughs> yeah. This is gonna get really interesting, really fast, gentlemen. The greatest console. Do we speak at the same time? Of yes. all time. Okay. There are no rules here. Okay. Well, no hitting, no touching. <laughs> 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 Take the mark card, right? We will not hear the rules that David okay. Busters would like to. Uh, like us to follow, but your three minutes start now. Okay. One thing you can save your game data on PlayStation Two. Super Nintendo's was super hard, especially when you're playing all those role-playing games and anything that you can think of. You know you had to restart, start over. PlayStation you save, Two, you, you can save data to the cartridge. That was that was the beauty of Super Nintendo. It yeah, but Nintendo actually you had to you had the blow in it too. That was the, the bad part. Also, let's talk about peripherals. Okay. You I mean, talk, I felt a little gay every time I had to blow into the you cartridge. You talk about the rumble pack for PlayStation Two. <laughs> Super Nintendo was the first console to introduce a mouse for their system. Remember Mario Paint? Mario had Paint a mouse was pad. awesome, but Creation? you know the sad part about I mean, it, Mario Paint wasn't hooked up to a printer. I mean, that's fine though. But I love I love my pictures. I wanted to. Them out. <laughs> also, if they had a super printer, a Super Nintendo printer, hey, we had the Game Boy print. I was waiting for Super Nintendo print. What happened to that? We had. The, I uh, love Mario Paint, but no printer. The Sorry. The controller, the D-pad, the, the controller was was amazing. Yes, it was. I, the controller was amazing. But I mean, but I mean, I mean, one of I mean, the best. I mean, it's like I said, the Dual Shock was afterwards because every game player loves. When you see something blow up and you're just pop 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 x x x y oh 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 yes <laughs> and then and then yes, you have to think you have to you. think Super Mario All Stars when that and game also, came out yes, that, pack that was in, awesome that had the best but Super but, but like, the like best I said but, like I said that was one of the games that was hard to save and then I got tired of the blowing 
So, I guess so, your, so your argument against Super Nintendo is that you just couldn't save games. That, My argument for the Super Nintendo is that it gave you experiences that last in your brain forever, true. so you don't have I, you to You are save. right. You are right. It's all in my childhood. But you are right. But but as as for me, I am a person just like, hey, buddy, have you played this game? Hey, sit down. Let me show you. Okay, let me save it. Uh, 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 boom. Yeah, with the Super Nintendo, I was like, hang on, guy. Give me an hour so I could just get to this part so you can see. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Yeah, I died. Give me a second. Okay. All right. All right. And then we're, we're, we're about less than a minute. Okay. One of the best cutscenes. Now I'm going back to Final Fantasy VI. Let's One of the it. best cutscenes in Final Fantasy VI is Celis's opera house scene. Ah, oh, yes. Ever. Yes. Ever. Best. And you look at the best, best scenes of all time. Look at well, Final but, Fantasy VI is number three on Game Informer's top 100 of all time. But true. But true. That but, opera scene but, moved me. But but afterwards, but after they had operas after that just but one when, song. But when? PlayStation. Do they have 2. a Do they have a God of War opera? <laughs> yes. I'm no, sorry, but I'm sorry, but yes, it did because every time I was fighting as Kratos, I did sing along to the, to the, um, to the song. And every time, yes, Kratos, Kratos, yes, and I'm ripping people as like I am Kratos, and I am like yes, I feel it, Kratos. How many doors I, did you kick in when you were playing God of War? Oh uh, man, I, time, 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 time. time. gentlemen. Time. Oh my god, that was great. <laughs> Holy crap, that was great. Ooh, this is gonna be a tough one. Oh, Nick, you go first. Okay, so this is both guys, great, great, great job. Let's give it one more time to these yes. guys. Great job. Now, to your point, yes, yes, you could save games on discs. Yes, you didn't have to worry about blowing on the cartridge. However, I'm shocked that none of you guys brought this up 3D. Super Nintendo was the first game to really have 3D with Donkey Kong Country. Yes, yeah. you are right, Donkey Kong Country. <clears throat> so, nobody good. brought that up. We can't count that because nobody, nobody brought it up. We can't count that because nobody brought it up. But I'm sure brought that you didn't bring that up. But anyways, um, when you look at the amount of games and just everything else, like with PlayStation, the only thing with that is a lot of the games I thought were, I mean, they were good, but I mean, they had a little bit about franchises. <laughs> but really, when you think about Super Nintendo, you go back to it and you see all these classics they got. And, it's, and the thing is, you know, I look at it and... I don't know what it is. I mean, with, with the controllers aside, yeah, the rumble is great and everything else. But, and the, yeah, you can have DVD compatibility and everything like that. But the thing is, you can't really count that because Super Nintendo was made at a time where there was only VHS. You know, that's the thing. Um, you can't really say that because of when the time was made. I got to go with Steve for... Scott. Scott, Scott, Scott. Scott. <laughs> Scott. Steve, it started with a... <laughs> I got to go with Scott. It started with a nasty. He was close enough. <laughs> I know I got it wrong. He is on the clock. Uh, I, I will say that, first of all, both of you made spectacular arguments for your console. Yes. I will say that this was definitely difficult. It's hard for me to not get nostalgic from what I grew up with. But just based on the sheer amount of information that Scott dropped out about the Super Nintendo, and I think what I was kind of right down the middle until the very final debate where you're bringing up a lot of very good points, Scott, about Game Informer. Game, Game Informer and all that stuff. And the Final Fantasy thing, that's what sold it for me. So I also have to go with Scott. Well, I, I was, I was going to give it to Joey just because, uh, Scott, you forgot the greatest argument that you could have made against PlayStation with the Super Nintendo. Mm. What game is the face of Nintendo? Mario? What? 
Okay. What game was the face of PlayStation? Crash Frickin' Bandicoot. Yes. <laughs> yes. You would have won hands down on that one, period. So. For a time, yeah. But yeah, I would have given it to Joey, but. Two to one. So, Scott, you are the winner of the second. <laughs> but I think. Well, first of all, Scott wins the Arrow figurine. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. But I think that Joey did such a good job. We're going to give him two. Amazing. Yeah. Great job. And that is courtesy of the Arrow figurine, courtesy of Red Mill Landing Apartments Good in stuff, Virginia so Beach. Thank so, you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, it all comes down to this. Thank you very much. It all comes down to this. Oh, he traded him. Oh, wow, look at that. We have a trade. Breaking news. We have a trade. Adam has gotten his arrow figurine, and Scott has his Darth Vader, and everyone's Adam's happy. night is made, and he's going to go wow. home and sleep with it. We know who's cuddling up with who tonight, that's for sure. So, it is time. Round three in the final round of the Great Nerd Debate. Superhero Mount Rushmore will our two final contestants come on up. Oh, come on! Applause! This one's going to be really hard for me because these are two of my good friends. <laughs> so, gentlemen, first of all, introduce yourselves. I'm Tyler Owens. Joshua Husack. All right. So, you guys know the rules. Three minutes apiece, and we have a three-minute battle royale. No interruptions. You interrupt, you lose 30 seconds. So, with that being said... Well, we got to see who's going first. So, we actually, first. Do rock, well, are we actually going to get a rock, paper, scissors battle this time? Okay. Yeah, rock, rock paper, scissors battle. Here we go. Great okay. podcast material. Oh. One, two, three, shoot. Oh. Uh, come on. <laughs> He's doing it late. He's doing it late. The debate better go better than this. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I do it. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's it. Go. Josh goes first. Josh goes first. Josh goes first. Okay, Josh. Okay. Your superhero Mount Rushmore. Three minutes. Who's on it and why? Go. All right, so I'm going to have to come at this from a different point of view because not I really don't read that many comic books. I don't classify myself as a nerd, but I do have a... <laughs> but here's one thing that I have that Cody doesn't. I actually have a degree in... Um, video production, so I can come at this from a film point of view. So, first on my list is easy <laughs> Superman. Alright, so basically, Superman basically is the predecessor to all the current super, uh, superhero movies. It basically set the current standard for everybody to go with. Christopher Reeves, everybody, when they think of Christopher Reeves, you don't think of any other movie he's ever been in besides Superman. And basically, that film set up basically the gold standard for most films that go by now. Which leads me into the second one, Batman. Batman basically is one of the number one franchises. Basically, also one of the number book, number one comic book characters of all of all time. And sorry, I got distracted. And basically, a pretty good standard of what a lot of people you know look for when they look for comic books that they want to read and the realism and basically everything else they go for. Um, Third, char uh, third character, it would be basically kind of a kid personal favorite of mine growing up would be Spider-Man. 
I was a huge Spider-Man kid growing up. I never really read the comic books, but I watched the, the comic book um, cartoons re religiously. So when they came out with the film, I looked at it from that point of view. I wanted to, growing up, I wanted to be Peter Parker because I felt like the geeky kid in school. I was a nerd. I was the one that made all the good grades. You know, basically, you know, the kid that just basically got picked up all the time. I was like, I can't ever be Superman because, you know, I'm not from another planet. I really couldn't be Batman because I wasn't rich. But I could relate and see myself as Spider-Man. I think a lot of other kids also could. They could look at Spider-Man like, okay, I can't be Superman because I'm not, you know, an alien. I can't be Batman because I'm not rich, but I could easily be Spider-Man. So that I could always relate to Spider-Man and basically that also set up another great, you know, film franchise that basically everybody else looked at for. The fourth one, which to me is the strongest relation, uh, relation I can have to the film industry and also kind of another personal favorite of mine, and I changed this on you, James, because I thought about it a little bit more, Iron Man. Iron Man basically is the reason we now have all the films that are coming out right now. It's the reason we had Thor, the reason we had Captain America, the reason we had the Avengers, the reason we had Guardians of the Galaxy, the reason DC is now trying to push all their films up front to try to compete with Marvel. It's, it basically, when Iron Man came out, basically that set the, the current you know, industry forward. And you know what? Time! Oh, I should have. I should have got like a thirty-second like. Cut off of the evening. Cut off. <laughs> <laughs> no no, no thirty-second warning. No. Do I fill up the base? No warning. All righty. Here we go. Our second one. Nick, are you ready? Ready. All righty. Why are you saying I'm ready? I'm not even debating. I'm just making sure you have the timer ready. You know, you yes. can restart and stuff like that. Tyler, are you ready? Tyler, ready? your superhero Mount Rushmore. What for and why? Go. My first one is Batman because uh, when I was a kid, uh, that was uh, uh, me and my cousin were really big Batman fans, and I always loved Batman because uh, what he stood for. Even though he was black, even though even though he had a dark side, when when I when he had his parents get get killed. And he turns into the dark side, and he also had a, a good side, too. But moving on, my next one is uh, Wolverine. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> my next one is Wolverine because uh, in uh, the X-Men movie, he, he had uh, he, was, he, he started out fighting, but when he met Rogue, he started... He, he took her under his wing and and uh, kind of adopted her like uh, a surrogate father. Um, and uh, my uh, next one is uh, Deadpool. I I just uh, I just started liking Deadpool because uh, he's the he's the mute with the he's the mute with the mouth so. The mark with the mouth, so he's he's funny and he's he's pretty big hoot and so that's why I picked him and uh, Green Lantern is uh, my uh, fourth one because uh, he can will he can create because 
I picked uh, Green Lantern because personally I'm a drawer and I create my own original characters and like their storylines, their weapons, uh, their personalities. So he can wield this ring of power. He can make it in. He can make it into anything, like a gun, a spaceship, a bubble. He can, and that's and that's a cool way that he has to fight uh, the forces of evil. So uh, that's my uh, two cents. All right, good job. All right. All right. And it came at under time, by the way. Very nice. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, you both had different superhero Mount Rushmores. Very different, I would say. Very different. So now, your three-minute debate. This could this could decide the whole thing. Yeah. Three-minute free-for-all starts right now. Okay, easy one. You go up to any eight-year-old right now. Who's your favorite superhero? It's easily going to be Spider-Man, or they're going to go Batman. A few of them might go Superman, but basically it's always going to be Spider-Man or Batman. Okay, you ask any grown adult, you know, who's your favorite comic book character right now? Iron Man. Why? Robert Downey Jr. What's the first comic book movie you ever saw? Superman. Um, well, that's... Some of us aren't that old, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about right, but I, I've been online uh, lately, and I've seen... Uh, Kids, uh, they're they're starting to get into like uh, Batman and and Deadpool and yeah. But the thing is, is you know, Spider-Man, Batman led to kids being able to actually know about Deadpool. Why? Because you had all the other all the other characters that came out, you know, first. These are the predecessors. These are the first. Without these guys, you wouldn't be able to have the kids to know who the heck even Deadpool is, who the heck even Green Lantern is. Thank God for Ryan Reynolds, you know that you know. Hopefully they'll redo that. Um, so anybody that wouldn't know who the heck Green Lantern is, so uh, like Captain America, like Captain America's been like been like without Iron Man, you would not have had a Captain America movie, and you would not movies. have had the Avengers. Not without Iron Man. And kids are into Captain America, Batman, Spider Man. Now, be, now they're into them because. You know, first when they had, you know, the kids grew up like me watching Batman as a kid, watching Spider-Man as a kid. Um, I grew up also in the 90s. Uh, Superman wasn't really around too much. Uh, you know, there, he, there was a cartoon show, but mainly it was kind of set behind Batman. You know, Batman led into kids watching, you know, Superman. I remember growing up, I don't know if anybody else does, but when you watch the show as a kid, the first show was Batman. Then Superman came on. It wasn't Superman, then Batman. It was Batman, then Superman. Because everybody knew if they showed Superman, you know, first, eh, they might not stick around for Batman. But the thing is, is Batman led into Superman. Well, uh, Bat... Well, Superman... Well, I see what you're saying, but S Superman is an alien from another planet. He's not like... He's not like... He's not human. Batman is more human than Superman. Yeah, but kid... I mean... You look at people today. Like, who, what characters can they relate to more? A lot of them can relate to Batman because, you know, he had, you know, a troubled childhood. You know, he lost his parents. You know, he wasn't the happy-go-lucky, you know, typical Deadpool character, you know, comic book, you know, guy that everybody's like, I could easily be Deadpool. No, I really can't ever be Deadpool. I can definitely be Batman, though. I can always be wake up. I can wake up every morning. Today, I'm going to be Batman, you know? Well, Batman... It Batman is still human. Is gonna be 
Gonna and there's gonna be time. That's time. That's three minutes. That's time. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Deadpool's had tragedy in his life. They have run out of chimichangas. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that we should let Cody go first. Oh, great. Yeah. Get his decision. Yeah. Cody, which one do I not want to be my friend anymore? <laughs> 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 All right, Cody, what do you think? Oh man, um, this is hard. Uh, no, because I can see where they're both coming from. I can, I can understand your both, both of your debates. I really can't. I mean, uh, of course, Deadpool is like the biggest character in comics, right? One of the, the biggest characters in comics right now. He's become, even, I mean, people who didn't start reading Deadpool, they know who Deadpool is now. Hell, just because of the Ryan Reynolds um, the trailer they put out, yeah. that has just gone insane online. Um, quite honestly, I think you kind of took the easy route with the ones you picked. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. <laughs> but, I mean, um, and, 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 oh, God, yes, yeah, it's a hard choice. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> My nunchucks. Who's it gonna be, Cody? Ah, uh, man. Um, best argument, just straight up to the debate. I think I'm gonna go with Josh in the debate. All right, that's one in the Josh camp. Nick. Um, again, great job by both guys. <laughs> great job by both you guys. Um, the 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 fact of that the Deadpool being thrown in there. As a big Deadpool fan, <laughs> I like that. Um, but I mean, I could, I'll give you this. Yours was very different. I didn't expect a lot of the guys that you put in there in there. Um, however, this is a competition based on solely on debate. Josh, even though he it wasn't a big comic guy, you're a trendy nerd. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, my thing is this. Again, it's basically based solely on debate. I gotta go with Josh because I think he brought up a right. lot of great points. I will say that they don't. They did both bring up very good points, and again, yours was very different. Having Deadpool on there, Green Lantern—that's not one you typically expect. However, I think the one mistake that you made was not was not referencing in the comics, and by saying that there's just as many Deadpool comics now for Marvel as there are Batman comics for DC. At first, when you said Deadpool, I was like, I can't entertain Deadpool in a superhero Mount Rushmore given who the other choices are. But if you would have made the argument to me, well, there's just as many Deadpool comics right now as there are to Batman, I might have been able to accept Deadpool in the superhero Mount Rushmore. And again, you both made very good points, but I also have to go with Josh as well. So Josh is our winner of the Super Mount Rushmore. So you do win. Ironically, you win the Deadpool figure. <laughs> and the graphic novel courtesy of Red Mill Landing Apartments in Virginia Beach. However, he did such a good job. Yes. So I think we got to do at least a shot glass and a figure out of the box courtesy of Fantasy Escape Comics and Cards in Virginia yeah, I'll, Beach. I'll take a plea I know you're going to get more enjoyment out of this than I will. Oh, look at this. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Josh just gave him the Deadpool prize. We have some serious altruism going on tonight. I gotta tell you, this is great. This is sharing, share a life. Wow. <laughs> but that's gonna do it for our live show, our 50th show. It's in the books. Everybody, thank you so much. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you so much. You know, the reason why we did this show is not only to celebrate 50 episodes because you, the listeners, and the people who are listening to this when this goes up. 
you know, around the world to support us every week. You follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash down nerdy. You tweet us at down nerdy 757, you know, and, and, and everything else. And, and it's, it's so great to come to a place and have people come in and just sit and laugh and just, you know, oh, enjoy yeah. what we do. It's really, really awesome. So, again, give yourself a round of applause, guys. We do. Thank you so much. And, and, and let's hope that next time we do something like this, uh, we have different weather. Yeah, and it doesn't. Yeah, because yeah, I. Snow. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, we this has come a long way since the second episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm, you know, I, I jump on here every once in a while. Come over to Nick's place and you know jump on here, and of course at the Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's this is some of the most fun I get to have, just because, of course, not here we didn't get to do it, but you know, we've all worked in radio, the three of us, and it's a completely different thing when you're completely uncensored and can say whatever you want and it, it, I think it's really helped me a lot with it <laughs> because I mean you know most times I can't curse somebody out because of their views on Heath Ledger's Joker oh yeah go back <laughs> that, happened. Comic-Con. Yeah, that, that happened, happened. <laughs> that happened that happened but uh, again I want to thank our sponsors Dave and Busters of Virginia Beach for having us out tonight thank you guys thank you guys yeah, awesome awesome also, Bob at Fantasy Escape Comics and Cards in Virginia Beach for providing a lot of oh, great beers that we have. Red Mill Landing Apartments in Virginia Beach as well. Best Santa ever. <laughs> but, you know, I'm glad you mentioned it, by the way. I want to thank Sam, and I want to thank our servers for keeping our, our you know, our, our guests, you know, heart-filled with, with food and great drinks. And, you know, again, thank you, everybody, for coming out. Mike Federale. Mike Federale. Tidewater like, Comic Con in May. TidewaterComicCon.com. Get all the information you need there. But Deadpool's I mean, like, here. Yeah. Deadpool's, Deadpool's here. here. But, you know, again, you know, thank you so much for coming out. It's been a great, great time. Please take your time on the road. Those of yes. you who are here, you know, please take your time getting home tonight. Um, be safe. And as always, you can follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash DownNerdy. I'm on Twitter at Merck with one arm, James. I'm at James Ace Witham. And, of course, you can always email us your questions to downandnerdypodcast at gmail.com. And we will have another live broadcast, free comic book day, at Fantasy Escape Comics and Cards, Aragona Boulevard in Virginia Beach at noon is our next live broadcast that we're going to be having. Unless something pops up before then, because you never know. And the guys want to give one more round of applause to our great debaters who came up today. Great job, guys. Great, great job. And with that being said, I leave you guys with, well, what I end the show with every week, and that's practice safe comic book reading, always bag and board your comics. Thank you, everybody. Woo!